You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is June 10th, 2021. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk a little bit about the draft. We did our second mock draft here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So I'll play some clips from myself as well as others explaining our picks. Um, as we'll go through some of the key picks in that draft, I'll explain why I took who I took with the second, with the third pick especially. Um, but we'll talk a little bit about the draft prospects and where the Magic are positioned right now as we head into um, as we head into a week to go, uh, a week and a half now before the NBA draft lottery. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all to check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. That's searching every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's podcasts covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Phoenix Suns after their win over the Denver Nuggets? Check out Locked On Suns. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college too, there is a Locked On podcast for you. To search for Locked On in the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Today's podcast is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sportsbook that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash locked on for 300% back on your first play. So I want to... You know, we, we we went over last week's mock draft, or our first mock draft um, here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. What we've done with all the lottery teams, essentially, is we've uh, run a tankathon simulation of a, of a lottery, and we've ran through a mock draft. And I would say, at this point, um, the specific picks aren't what really matters. It's the philosophy and the reasoning behind those picks that matter. What are teams looking for? What scenarios are playing out how, what does a team value? What does a team look for? As you may recall, um, in our first mock draft, I ended up taking Jonathan Kuminga and Moses Moody. I um, mean, if you go back and listen to my podcast last week on it, um, my reasoning behind taking Kuminga at the fifth pick was I, I just got to take the best player available. And that was very much the same philosophy I had with taking Moody with the addition of that he adds a skill that I think the Magic really, really need. And you'll notice that in this mock draft where I'm picking third as well as ninth, um, you'll notice that much of those same philosophies exist. Taking the best player available is really, really important to me in this draft. The Magic need talent more than anything else, and this is a, a foundational piece, which is a point I'll probably bring out um, on, on a future episode of Locked on Magic. We'll draw that point further out um, about why this draft pick just holds so much weight for the Magic's future. But for today... I want to get into the minds of my fellow Locked On hosts. I want to get into their reasoning for picks that we care about, for players that we might uh, might be thinking about, as well as talk more specifically about the players that I picked for the Magic and my reasonings behind them. So without further ado, here is the Locked On Podcast Network Mock Draft number two. 
Nick Angstead from Locked On NBA here with round two of our Locked On NBA mock draft. We have a brand new order. We ran a tankathon sim just like last week. The Detroit Pistons get the number one pick. The New Orleans Pelicans fly all the way up for number two. They could use some lottery luck, I guess. The Orlando Magic at three. The Toronto Raptors get the fourth pick. The OKC Thunder yank the Rockets pick number five away from them. OKC also gets the sixth pick. And then you can see the rest of the order there if you're watching on YouTube. Also, please subscribe to our Locked On NBA YouTube channel. Our live NBA draft show will be there on draft night, hosted by John Corrales, and Chad Ford will be joining him as well, as well as all of our other Locked On NBA hosts covering their individual teams. So check that out and subscribe to the Locked On NBA draft show that has great content four days a week covering all of these prospects and all the stuff that you need to know. So subscribe to that, listen to the podcast, and now let's hear from the number one pick, the Detroit Pistons, Kuka Hill of the Locked On Pistons podcast. What's the deal? Kuka Hill here with the Locked On Pistons podcast. And with the number one pick in the Locked On NBA mock draft, the Detroit Pistons select the 6'8", 19-year-old consensus number one overall pick, Cade Cunningham from Oklahoma State. After weeks and weeks and weeks of me constantly getting the number six overall pick in the lottery simulator on the Locked On Pistons podcast, this week in the Locked On mock draft, NBA draft, the Pistons move up to number one, and we're able to get Cade Cunningham, which will obviously make everybody happy. We finally get some luck for the first time in our history. So, I mean, there's not really anything else to say. Cade Cunningham to the Detroit Pistons, slide him right next to Killian Hayes, along with the rest of the young core of Sadiq Bey and Isaiah Stewart. At least in this week's Locked On Network's mock draft, the Pistons losing season, the Pistons take session that went on for the last month or so. All was worth it because they ended up moving up to get the number one pick. So maybe this is a sign for what's to come in the future. Hopefully so. Only we can pray and wish, hopefully, please. Hey everyone, Jake Madison here, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast and Wednesdays on Locked On NBA. The Pelicans jump up eight spots and with the second pick, take Jalen Suggs guard out of Gonzaga. I think Evan Mobley might be the second best player in this draft, but I absolutely cannot take a center with the need to add complimentary pieces next to Zion Williamson. And Suggs is exactly what the Pelicans need, a decisive playmaker and creator, which could help offset the loss of Lonzo Ball. He's going to fit right in as a ball hand next to Zion and Brandon Ingram. Plus, he's also a dynamic scorer. He has a good frame and does well with contact at the rim, giving the Pelicans another downhill threat. His three-point shot is a bit iffy, but has significant potential to improve in that area. And most importantly, he's an excellent defender. One-on-one, off-ball, he's a proven player in those areas. David Griffin identified three needs for the Pelicans. Basketball IQ, toughness, and shooting. And Suggs fits all three of those. So for more on Zion Williamson and the rest of this Pels team, be sure to listen to the Locked On Pelicans podcast. Philip Rossman-Reich here, the host of Locked On Magic with the third pick in the Locked On NBA Mock Draft. The Orlando Magic select Jalen Green. The way this draft played out with Cade Cunningham going one and Jalen Suggs going two gives the Magic much the same uh, choice that they would probably have if they were picking second. And it's a choice that is not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Between Jalen Green and Evan Mobley, you have two very different but very good building block pieces for a young Orlando Magic team that needs a star to really center themselves around. I think there's a good argument for either player between Evan Mobley and Jalen Green. And it's going to be one of the great debates as we get deeper and deeper into this draft process. However, I decided to go with Jalen Green for one simple reason. A, the Magic have not had a 20-point score from the perimeter, a, a, a wing 20-point score since Steve Francis in 2005. I think Jameer Nelson got close in 2009, but he didn't quite get there, and he's a point guard anyway. This league is centered around wing scores. 
to win in this league with the three-point shooting, with the creation that's necessary, the center position is not what it once was. And while, yes, I know Joel Embiid and uh, Nikola Jokic are your likely one-two in the NBA MVP voting, the bottom line is the Magic learned this with Dwight Howard too. As much as they learned it with Shaquille O'Neal, you still need wings to win. And I think in this league especially, having a wing as a guy that you build your whole team around is ultimately the way you go. And that's why I'm taking Jalen Green with the third pick in the Locked On NBA Mock Draft. Hey, it's Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors to make the fourth overall pick in this week's Locked On NBA Mock Lottery Draft. The Raptors have gotten double lucky this week. Not only did they jump up to number four from number seven in total odds, but... Uh, One of the jewels of the draft has fallen to their clutches at number four. With the way the lottery went, the two teams ahead needed guards over bigs, and as a result, Evan Mobley is still sitting there at number four, and I will gleefully take him on behalf of the hypothetical Raptors here to add to the Toronto Raptors core going forward here. Mobley is a huge defensive prospect. We know what he did in the tournament. We know what he did all season long defending the paint, getting out on the perimeter, using his mobility at USC. That's going to fit perfectly into what the Raptors want to do on defense. And just think about a hypothetical front court of OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, Evan Mobley. All guys with all defense upside. OG probably would have made all defense this year if he didn't miss so much time with COVID and injury. Good luck scoring on those three guys with Fred Van Vliet also pestering at the point of attack. This would be a dream scenario for the Raptors. Do I think they're going to get as lucky on draft night if they do happen to jump up to number four in the lottery as to have Mobley fall to them? No, it's going to require basically this exact lottery orientation in order for them to get Mobley at number four. And even then, who knows? Maybe the teams ahead go best player available. It's hard to say. But this is a dream scenario. You can only play the hand that's dealt. And the hand that's been dealt to the Raptors is Evan Mobley at number four. It's an incredible fit. It's exactly what the Raptors have needed after watching Aaron Baines play center for the team most of this season, and it's a sight for sore eyes to see a high-level defensive center prospect joining the ranks of the Raptors here in this lottery mock draft. I'll have more breaking down Mobley and all the other top prospects on Locked On Raptors over the coming weeks, so be sure to tune in. The Oklahoma City Thunder are on the clock at pick number five in the Locked On NBA mock draft. This pick comes via the Houston Rockets. This is good twofold. Number one, Houston loses their pick, and thus it sets the rebuild back, making their future picks that are owed Oklahoma City even more viable. Number two, the Thunder get a top five pick in this year's draft class, which is a five-man draft, and they do get the last man on that board, Jonathan Kaminga of GD Ignite. But still, Kaminga has immense potential. Not only will I think he'll be an elite defender in the NBA, I think that he'll be an elite defender almost from day one. So having an elite trait is very good if I can guarantee that in the top five but he also has immense potential on the offensive end. He can get to the rim at will. Not many people will get in the way of his frame when he's going downhill attacking the rim. And I still believe in his upside as a jump shooter. I think that the percentages are a bit flawed, but he looks comfortable. He looks confident. And eventually those shots will probably fall for the 18 year old. He has the kind of potential to be a two way star in this league and the thunder have the time. They have the patience and the ability to let him grow that many teams are not going to have. That's the big downfall of Kaminga is that you need to give him time. He's incredibly raw, but luckily the Thunder in a stage where they can afford to let him learn and let him grow throughout his time in the NBA. Luckily, the Thunder are also on the clock at pick six, and we'll see where they go at pick six. The Oklahoma City Thunder are back on the clock at pick six. I'm Rylan Stiles, host of Lockdown Thunder. After picking Jonathan Kaminga at five, we're back on the clock at pick six, and we have our pick of the litter. This is supposed to be a five-man draft, but the Thunder get their selection of who they think will be best out of the rest of the draft class. And 
for me, you have to go with pick six with Keon Johnson out of Tennessee University. For me, he has the biggest upside of this remaining draft class. He has the chance of, besides the top five, he has the best chance to become a superstar outside that top five. Keon Johnson is special. He can be a go-to scorer in this league. He can do it on both ends of the floor, but specifically the offensive end, which really counterbalances the draft pick made at pick five with Jonathan Kaminga. That duo mixed with SGA, mixed with Lou Dort, Pokashevsky, and everyone else on the center roster sets the foundation for a really good team and a really good rebuild. The Thunder are in a great spot now after cashing on the Rockets pick and letting their rebuild get a step back and now getting Keon Johnson, who could be a legitimate star at the NBA level. They still are not done, though. With a multitude of second-round picks, the Thunder could buy back into the late first round or they could cash on a few underrated second-round talents in this year's draft class. Things set up perfectly in this simulation of the draft for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Hopefully, it's that way on June 22nd whenever the real thing happens. Hey everyone, Evan Damerl here, co-host of Locked On Cavs, and with our pick in version 2.0 of the 2021 Locked On NBA Mock Draft, we took Jalen Johnson out of Duke on behalf of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Jalen Johnson is an intriguing player. If he's lasted the entire season with Duke, and maybe if they made a serious tournament run, he might be a, more of a top five pick. So this is more of a steal for the Cavs at our position. And his offensive upside, especially in terms of wing production, is something the Cavs really need. What's even more intriguing, though, is his ability as a playmaker, which is something the Cavs need in the worst way because they cannot rely on Colin Sexton this playmaker at this point. Darius Garland's shown flashes. But the Cavs will just lean on a playmaking by committee approach with Johnson likely being one of the primary ball handlers in Cleveland's offense. Sure, there are a little bit of concerns with his commitment to Cleveland after he quit on his high school program and Duke in two consecutive years. But maybe playing professionally and being around adults and being in a system where it'll probably be tailor fit to him on offense may keep Jalen Johnson engaged and he could be a sneaky favorite to win Rookie of the Year next season. Hear about this and more on Locked On Cavs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Wes Goldberg with the Locked On Warriors podcast here, picking for the Warriors at number eight. And what the Warriors need are not only immediate contributors, but guys who can space the floor and play make. And so while guys like Scotty Barnes are on the board, who could certainly defend ver- uh, and, uh, and have versatility and play make a little bit, while there's a guy like Moses Moody and Giddy that are on the board who have a ton of upside, I am going with Davion Mitchell, the guard out of Baylor here at number eight. Not only is this somebody who can walk in and contribute immediately, he could score at an NBA level, he could space the floor, he can make plays for others, and for a team that is always so desperate for offense when Steph Curry is on the bench, any bit of juice, any kind of playmaking and scoring is going to be helpful for them. And so Davion Mitchell is the pick here at number eight for the Golden State Warriors. This is Philip Rossman Reich again, the host of Locked On Magic, back with you for the ninth pick in the Locked On NBA Mock Draft. With the ninth pick in the Mock Draft, I'm going with Scotty Barnes of Florida State. Yes, uh, the Orlando Magic have plenty, plenty, plenty of big wing forwards like Chumo, Kiki, and Jonathan Isaac, and they could very well find themselves stuck back in the same spot that they were with Aaron Gordon when they weren't sure who was a four, who was a three, and how to play them all together. But the bottom line is this. The Orlando Magic need talent. They need the best players available on the board, and Scotty Barnes is the best player on my board. He's a guy that can defend really, really well coming out of that Florida State system, and he's a guy that has proven that he can play a little bit on the ball and be a little bit of a playmaker. And I like that especially coming off my 
my bench with scoring guards like Cole Anthony and RJ Hampton likely with that second unit next year. Barnes is not someone that's going to get too much in the way of players like Okiki and Isaac and their development, especially if they are the eventual starters on the team. And I think Barnes can still grow and become kind of a versatile wing, play, wing player for the Magic too. I really like Scotty Barnes's versatility. I like his defensive chops. I think he will fit in really, really well with the Orlando Magic. And while the team still would desperately need some shooting, they need talent more. And I'm going to go with the most talented player on my board, and that's Scotty Barnes. So close. So close to having Scotty Barnes fall to us at number 10, but it wasn't meant to be. The darn Orlando Magic take him away. Matt George here of the Locked On Kings podcast. Once again, the Kings in the 10th spot here in our second mock draft. And after the last pick I made, there weren't too many who were a fan of that pick. So what I did was I, I fired my old assistant general manager, my cat, and I replaced him with my bird here. So the new assistant general manager and I have decided to take Moses Moody, the shooting guard out of Arkansas, with the 10th overall pick in this second mock draft, going for best talent available here. He's at a crowded position as of right now. Again, if I could trade the draft pick, if the rules allowed it, I would do so. But Moses Moody is not a bad consolation prize at all. Has a high upside, a good scorer, very athletic player. Excited to see what he could do with a young core in Sacramento. I don't know if he's an exact win-now type player that the Kings are looking to add to their roster, but overall, a solid young piece with upside. Sacramento's talent development in the past hasn't been the best for players like Moody, but that's okay. I'm now in charge of the team, so we'll be sure to fix that problem. We'll cut us off there with the first 10 picks of the Locked On NBA Mock Draft point two, version 2.0. You can see the rest on the Locked On NBA Podcast Networks, or on the Locked On Network's YouTube page, as well as on at Locked On NBA Pods, I believe it is, on uh, on Twitter. I'll, I'll be sure to, to share a link on that too. But, um, you know, just a couple of thoughts before we dive a little bit deeper into my thought process on the Magic's picks. Um, I, I think, A, that, that the way this draft turned out um, is, hey, look, we're all, ex- we're all experts on our teams, I, I, but I do think that some of these are a little bit unrealistic. Um, you know, I, I do. I would agree with this. The way the, the the picks order out is going to be really, really important in determining who any of these teams get. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, we played the first scenario where the Magic got the fifth pick, and I said, look, I think there's some questions about how Jonathan Kuminga fits with the bigger picture, but you take the best player available. I had Scotty Barnes actually sixth on my board, um, so I was picking between Kuminga and Barnes. And I was like, you know, Kuminga is just significantly better. I'm gonna take him. And, and obviously, I was praised uh, for for some of those picks that I made from our from our Locked On NBA draft experts as well. Um, but however, we did a mock draft. I did a mock draft with with uh, the Ozone podcast, and the Magic picked fifth, but Cleveland was fourth. And you heard Cleveland there say, "We don't need another guard." You know, that's why they took. I, I believe they took uh, they took Jalen Johnson. Um, we don't need another guard, so they would be more likely to take a Kuminga over uh, over um, over Suggs or maybe even a Jalen Green. And so like when I noted I noted that in our previous podcast that, you know, if the Magic are picking fifth and Cleveland's ahead of them, that means they'll get one of those guards that they're probably really, really after in this draft. Um, I also noticed in this draft that, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, love for Keon Johnson and Jalen Johnson. I think both those guys are really good players. I'm not as high on either of those guys. I think their shooting struggles in college are a, a, a bit concerning. I agree that Keon Johnson might have more star potential, but 
If he's not going to be a star, I think his shooting is going to be really, really hard for him to overcome. Um, I got to watch a little more tape on him, obviously, I think as well. But um, the shoot, the, the the wings as far as shooting really concerns me. And that's why I really had Moses Moody high on my draft. And if it means anything to you, Matt, uh, of Locked On Kings, if I didn't take Scotty Barnes, I would have taken Moses Moody. So if you want to give me like a a, sec, a future second round pick or someone off the end of your bench you know, or someone that can be off the end of your rotation, we can, we can make a deal and you can move up a spot. Don't, 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 don't worry about that. I'm going to come back and explain my picks in this draft with a little bit more detail coming up here after this break and after this brief word. Do you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? I'm one of them. Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, even people who put multiple lineups in the same entry, giving themselves more chances, and not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sportsbook that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Look, I've played some of the other daily fantasy sports. I've played some of the fantasy sports games that have come across here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and it can be hard to understand the rules. It can be under, hard to understand how to win. When I was playing some of the daily fantasy sports sites, I'm an NBA expert. I follow this league religiously. Maybe I'm not the best fantasy guy, but I follow this league very, very heavily. I was winning at the lowest tier, maybe two, three times a week. I was good enough to do that, but I can never hit the big win, and eventually it saps your bank account. Here at Stat Hero, you are in total control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. Again, they're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, stathero.com slash locked on. Today's podcast also brought to you by Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus occasional limited time flavors? And while there aren't as many flavors maybe as there, there used to be, they're all still really delicious, whether it's coconut, which I had the other day, which was delicious, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There is something for everyone. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. These are not meal replacement bars. These are not your regular protein bars. These protein bars give you the boost you need to get you through your day. Most of the flavors have just 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Even the ones that have a little bit more, like 18 grams of protein, they're still under 200 calories at just 180 calories. Again, these are not meal replacement bars. I want to just stress that enough. Not meal replacement bars. These are true snack bars to get you through your day. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your force. Or again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. No playoff coverage from us today as the Phoenix Suns defeat the Denver Nuggets, but our road to the finals playoff coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it, and at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more 
this season. We'll get back to some playoff talk coming up on our next episode of Locked On Magic or later on this week. Uh, I am planning a locker room today at 5 p.m., Thursday at 5 p.m. So be sure to follow me on Locker Room as well to join the conversation. I want to spend uh, the rest of our show breaking down my picks specifically um, from this mock draft exercise. And like I said, uh, I think that it's less important who the Magic pick than, or at least who I'm picking on behalf of the Magic, than the thought process I have in making these picks. Because these are the scenarios that surely Jeff Weltman and, his, and Matt Lloyd and his staff are going through as they debate what's going to happen on the dra- on draft night. And obviously, I think a lot of those conversations become crystallized after the draft lottery on June 22nd. That's a point I want to bring out on a future episode of Locked on Magic as well. Um, but this, this mock draft presented us with one of the more interesting questions I think the Magic could face uh, when the NBA draft occurs. At the third pick, I was presented with, I think, what's the most difficult choice in this draft. Evan Mobley or Jalen Green. Um, I think that Mobley, I, have, I, have to, I still have to watch a little more tape on Mobley, but Mobley is obviously the best center prospect. We obviously had, just had two centers uh, finish 1-2 in MVP voting. Um, he is a really good player, a great rim protector, a developing jump shooter, a very modern NBA center, and, and the Magic have had a lot of success building around centers in their history. Um, no one will be upset if they end up with Evan Mobley. That, that, that much is completely true. But... As I said, and, and as I reasoned as well, the Magic desperately need wing scoring. It's been something they've needed in their franchise's history. Like I said, the last player, the last wing player, the last guard to average 20 points per game in a Magic uniform was Steve Francis. Vince Carter did not get there. Jimmy Nelson, I don't believe, ever got there, and he's more of a point guard if we're going to go by positions. The Magic have not had very many guys who scored effectively from the perimeter. Again, the list is literally, let's throw Jameer Nelson in there. The list in 32 years is literally, or 32 years, is literally Jameer Nelson, Steve Francis, Tracy McGrady, Penny Hardaway. That's it. Maybe you can argue with me about Hito Turkoglu. He never averaged 20 points per game in a Magic uniform. Grant Hill obviously was in and out of the lineup with injuries. I don't think he ever got to 20 points per game. The Magic have desperately needed wing creation. And if you look at the league today, despite, again, the Nikola Jokic-Joel Embiid argument, this is a wing-based league. At the end of the day, too, with centers, you need wings. Why are the Denver Nuggets struggling with the MVP? Because they're missing Jamal Murray. They're missing a wing attacker. Look at all the best teams in the league right now. The Suns have Devin Booker. The Jazz rely heavily on Donovan Mitchell. With Donovan Mitchell out of the game... The Jazz got beat by the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have John Morant to kind of build their offense around. At the end of the day, you need wing scores. And so if I'm the Magic in this draft, and I am looking at, and I'm looking at how to build my team, how to kind of build the structure of this team, the first place that I go, the first thing that I do is I build from the outside in, to be perfectly honest. You could find centers. You could find serviceable big men. I mean, look at the centers that have won titles recently. Dwight Howard was the starting center last year. I know Anthony Davis was there as well. Um, you've got, shoot, you know, Serge Ibaka was a, start, was a starting center for the Raptors. You got Tristan Thompson won titles with the Cavs. If you have elite wing player, your center just needs to be a defense, defensive force and a rim runner and a rebounder. 
you could find those guys. They're not hard to find. And frankly, Wendell Carter could certainly be that guy if the Magic had stronger wing play as well. So for me, if there's if, if Jalen Green and Evan Mobley are about even, the tiebreaker to me is where this league is headed. And this league is being more wing dominant than ever before. And that's something that the Magic lack. Like, look, the Magic have some great ball handlers and point guards right now. Jonathan Isaac could be a potential great slasher. But they need a guy who can get a bucket off the dribble. And to me, Jalen Green is by far the best in this draft at doing that. And honestly, outside of Cade Cunningham, outside of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green is number two on my board. And I don't think there's much Evan Mobley can do to replace him, to supplant him and take that spot from him. So obviously, every, obviously to me, that positional need is really, really important. And I think that it's been undervalued by the Magic and something that they need to address in this draft one way or another. I did that with Moses Moody in the first mock draft, who I think can you know be a little bit better than people think, although I think his floor is a lot higher than, than some of those other guys that were taken ahead of him in this version of the mock draft. And you know you could take a chance on someone else. Like Again, I had Scotty Barnes top of my board, and I think the Magic should spend both these picks on the best player on their board. Like I said, Barnes, I think, could fit in well with that second unit and be a potential wing scorer too. Although I'm certainly more of a wing playmaker, certainly more of a Hito Turkoglu type wing playmaker, although he's a much better defender than Hito, Hito probably will, will be, would have been. And so that's really my logic here. Take the best player on the board, but be mindful, especially with that first pick, that foundational pick, where this league is headed. You can argue with me that Evan Mobley is the better pick, and I'm not going to dissuade you from that notion. I think the two are very, 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 very close, and I kind of agonized over this pick and just fell back on this philosophy that wings matter more, especially at the beginning stages. If the Magic had their wings in place, like the Toronto, like Toronto after me, Evan Mobley is the pick for sure. Evan Mobley is, could support, I think would be really helpful and support a roster that's already formed. But this roster needs that central piece. And frankly, it's very, very rare. You have to be an elite prospect. It's very, very rare that a center is that central piece in this NBA. At the end of the day, and especially in the playoffs, you need wings who can score. Before we wrap things up, let's start. Before we wrap things up, let's have a quick word from Lucy. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Research and develop for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, cherry ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now, and it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Again, Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked on NBA Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNBA to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. 
That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. Warning, this product does contain nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.com and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDONNBA. That's good to do for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find us on Locked On. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himla, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast enable listening device. Don't forget also to subscribe to Locked On Today podcast. Get all the sports news you need in less than 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Don't forget to join me for my locker room today, Thursday at 5 p.m. We'll talk all things Orlando Magic. Have a few draft thoughts in mind as well, so we'll talk about a little bit of that. We'll talk playoffs. Whatever you guys want to talk about, bring your questions. Look forward to the conversation. Hopefully it goes smoother this time around. Until then, you can follow me again on Twitter at R underscore MD. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Wright. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.